time to get in the zone, the Fantasy Football Zone. Get involved with the show by following us on Twitter at DraftThatGuy. Now, PJ and Todd. Really? PJ? You want to take football advice from a guy named PJ? Don't you think I know that? How dare you insult my intellect? I'd much rather take advice from a guy named Strawberry Shortcake. Are you serious? Hey, I like Strawberry Shortcake. Oh, we're back again. Here we go. Fantasy Football Zone. It's PJ and... I'm Todd. Hello. Yeah, it's just us knuckleheads this week. Dominique is out. He's he's basking in his I'm now 6-0 and glory. So. Yep. Dominique, yeah, couldn't join us this week. But, yes, he had to. Uh, he, he let me know. Ran the table again this week, 3-0. and He's now 6-0 and in all his leagues. He did note, though, the Bears defense uh, did help him out Monday night. So it, they weren't blowouts. So Bears defense helps out again. I'd like to be 6-0. and Yeah, so how did your week go? I was 2-1 and because I'm a moron, or I would have been 3-0. and <laughs> So what was the decision that uh, cost you this week? In one of my leagues, our waiver wire doesn't open until week three. Okay. And so when I was at the draft, I said, oh, what's the chances my quarterback will get hurt in week one? Well, it turned out pretty good. <laughs> so uh, I had uh, Marcus Mariota. Yeah. And so I took a zero at quarterback this week, and I lost by two points. Because you couldn't, you couldn't, you didn't have another quarterback to play. Because I in the draft, I three. said, "Oh, you know what? If I need a quarterback, ah. I'll get him week three. And I just didn't think I would have a quarterback get hurt in week one. And guess what? I won't do in my draft <laughs> next year. No Titans QB, huh? Well, I mean, not. I mean, just you can't. He, you know, he hurt his elbow. I still yeah. like him. If he's, I don't like him now because he's not healthy. But mm-hmm. if he would have been healthy, I liked my pick. Mm-hmm. But again, I did not like the decision not to take a backup quarterback. So. <laughs> Very poor decision making on my part. How did you do? Uh three and zero. Nice three and zero. I AJ Green, thank you very much for the three TDs. Also, um, I I did I I went up against my advice that I said I was going to do on the show of uh, in the one league I have Kirk Cousins and Tom Brady, and I always say you got to play the studs. So I was I was going to play Brady against the Jaguars, but then I think I just forgot. <laughs> to switch him out my lineup so I think it was dumb luck and uh yeah Kirk Cousins helped out a lot thanks to a uh, phantom call that extended the game and uh got me about 170 more yards passing and a couple TDs I saw on Twitter somebody had put the stats before the penalty and after 220 something and then he ended up with the 425 or or something like that yeah I mean you want to talk about just uh a boost so well, here's another conversation I was kicking around uh, around the building here is, you know, the overtime rule. You know, that was a big deal now because we've already had two ties so far this year. Would you want to see – I mean, I was, I'm was i thinking of it as a fantasy thing. Scores would be nuts if they did the college football deal where they started at the 25-yard line and they just kept on going back and forth. Could you imagine – fantasy games just getting out of hand because you know they they could score just like that from the 25 yeah I think I think the tweak you would need to make I think it would be awesome don't get me wrong um but I think you would almost have to make them go for a two-point conversion right away yeah because I believe in college isn't it after After the third third try try, you have to go for two yep I mean to your point if you just let them go from the 25 yard line and not have to start doing the two-point conversion Mm -hmm. until the third try then you're probably almost going to get to the third try every time. Yeah. And the whole reason why they limited it, you know, they changed OT to 10 minutes instead of 15 is for player safety. (laughs) And who would have thought the 10 minutes is actually almost too quick? I mean, it is because all of a sudden we were at the two minute warning. I'm like, 
oh, there's a two-minute warning in overtime, and oh, we only have two minutes left, and this thing's still tied. Yeah, well, then again, I guess if uh, both t- you go well, back the- to the Brown Steelers, if yeah. you would have had a decent kicker, they would have been it would have been over. And the Vikings too, because I believe it. what Boswell missed one, and Gonzalez missed yep. one in the first week, and then of course Carlson missed two yeah. on Sunday. Yeah. So I mean, then again, I mean, you can you can always argue it any way you want, right? Mm-hmm. If, if Carlson hits it the first time, then the Packers have the possession and game's over if they don't match yeah. it. So I, it's it's hard to say, but I would love it. I would love college football I, rules. I, in, I was just mad. From the fantasy perspective, I'm like, oh, my God. You, you imagine that if you're, if you're going through the game and you're, you know, your quarterback or running back, or most likely your quarterback, if he's just having a terrible game and all of a sudden you go to overtime, there's a potential there that if they do it the college way, I mean, he could double or triple his score that he had for the whole game just by playing the overtime period. Oh, it'd be incredible. And it'd be fun to watch. I mean, again, I get that's probably not going to be right yeah. up the player's safety uh, yeah. alley, but I mean, uh, it would be cool for the viewers. Yeah, exactly. So again, ties the big thing for week three. What else are week two review? I guess what what are some of the other takeaways so far? It just shows the first two weeks. You never know, right? Like yeah. the Jets looked like world beaters on Monday night against Detroit. Yep. And then they did it on <laughs> Sunday. Um, uh, Redskins. You know, they went yep. in and and uh, had won. Now, granted, what it Arizona. tells me is Arizona's really bad yeah. because the Redskins actually look pretty good against Arizona and they couldn't beat the Colts at home. Yeah. Um, so I think basically my my two takeaways from the first couple of weeks are if you're in a survivor pool, pick against the Bills and the Cardinals. <laughs> there you go with your Bill hating again. <laughs> well, come on. The Vikings are going to beat them by double digits this week. Uh, I mean, it's going to be ugly. The Bills are so bad they had a guy retire at halftime. That was fantastic. I, I'm yeah, the Vontae Davis story. When I heard that, I'm like, "Are you kidding me?" Because all of a sudden, I heard the report. I wasn't able to watch too many games, but I heard the radio report come across, and they're like, "And an interesting tidbit from this game at halftime: uh, Bills cornerback Vontae Davis uh, retired." And I'm like, "Oh, oh, what do you mean? He said he's going to retire at the end of the game." Uh, no, he left the locker room. <laughs> I'm like, what? Gotta go, guys. Beating traffic. <laughs> I mean, I mean, what a way to go out. I mean, Bills fans, man. I, I mean, they were all wild for the home opener and everything else there, crashing tables and everything. But then you got that going on, and then now you got to root for a team that's not giving you much. After making a playoff run last year, It's I they missed Tyron Taylor maybe. I, it's frustrating, right? I mean, I'm yeah. sure Bills fans are super frustrated. By no means am, am I – hating on the bills. Mm-hmm. I just haven't seen anything from them yet, yeah. you know, and it's, uh, and I give Vontae Davis, I, I probably would have finished the game personally, but mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's obviously night and day, but I, you know, I used yeah. to play competitive slow pitch softball and it <laughs> sucks not being able to do the stuff you could do 10 years earlier. Yeah. So I understand his sentiment. Mm-hmm. I, I just don't know if I would have pieced out at halftime. <laughs> I'm out of here. Screw this. Uh, other things going on too, of course, <laughs> Wild week with wide receivers maybe wanting trades, and one that actually got a trade. This was just a weird scenario with the Josh Gordon thing going into the weekend last week where we were pretty sure, you know, it looks like he's going to play. Then all of a sudden a report came out Saturday afternoon. Remember seeing the scroll. Josh Gordon is out against the Saints hamstring injury. Then three hours later, Josh Gordon is going to be cut by the Browns on Monday. So then you had the speculation going on. He must have failed another drug test. Must be another suspension coming. Then they say, the Browns say, no, we're going to trade him. And then eight to ten teams were interested in him. Of course, the Patriots wind up with him with a fifth-round pick. And I think uh, 
Belichick, work his magic again. He he always likes these talented receivers, whether you know, obviously Moss, uh, Ocho Cinco when he brought him in, uh, and Gordon. He He's always intrigued by the uh, talented receivers, and, uh, well, he's got his chance now with Josh Gordon. Yeah, I think it's going to work out okay for him. And kudos to you because I believe you mentioned it last week that <laughs> – you know, the Patriots were still looking to add a Yeah, I add thought a receiver it was Des Bryant, and, and, and yeah. it's not, yeah. But uh, I just – what, they get a fifth round for him? Fifth, fifth round runner? pick. I mean, maybe it's just – That's – to me, the price that – just to give up a fifth round pick for that talent, who which we know if he's on and, you know, his head's in the game, he's a first-round talent. He's 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 great receiver. But, you know, for the fifth-round pick, I, I don't see it as a big – Trade-off, and Belichick could pull the old uh, thing that he could do because the condition is he's got to play 10 games. So maybe game nine. Uh, <laughs> oh, uh, he's not working out. Exactly. <laughs> yep. So I, I could see Belichick trying to get around that way. So, I uh, yep, he'll be looking for him in New England. And then this Antonio Brown story, non-story comes out Monday because he missed a team meeting. Agent or somebody says, oh, he wants to get traded. It's like – what is going on with the Steelers? Everyone, they're high play. I mean, the big playmakers. Bell, obviously, not there again this week. So, James Conner there. And now with this Antonio Brown story coming out, this is uh, this is nuts in Pittsburgh. Yeah, I, you know, I don't know what's going on there. I mean, yeah. it's – and look, they're going to the Bucks this week, right? Yeah. So the Monday, Monday night, night football yep. game. So, they're going to be in the primetime spotlight playing against a team right now that just is on fire. Yeah. I mean, Fitzpatrick is unbelievable. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they could they could be staring o two and one in the face if they yeah. if they don't kind of pull the pull the reins yeah. in a little bit and get everything together. I mean, I think I think as a coach for Tomlin, you're really going to see what kind of coach he is this week and see if he can get that group together and go in and and beat the box at home. So it's it's a game I'm definitely going to be watching. It'll be entertaining. All right, so let's do a little rundown of the schedule. We got your sit and start questions as well. So we'll get to those after we do the rundown here of what's coming up here. Week three, we are ready for Thursday night, the one everyone's waiting for. It's it's such a big matchup. They're not even putting it on uh, TV. You've got to watch it on Yahoo or the NFL Network. It's, <laughs> it's the Jets and the Browns. But you know what? We, as much as we give Browns, you know, that's terrible football – they 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 are improving. In fact, their defense is pretty tough against the run, and you know they. I mean they they've been very competitive these last couple games here. They should have won in New Orleans. Those Bud Light fridges should have been opened up. But I I've got a feeling tonight in Cleveland, a lot of people are going to be hungover after this one. I think they're going to win tonight too. Yeah. I, you know, and and look, I'm probably like everybody else. You watch Hard Knocks, you get a little invested yeah. in the team you watch, right? They they have some likable people. Uh, you know, bless him, Jarvis Landry. <laughs> I, yes. I, so I want him to win. I'm rooting for him, right? Yeah. I mean, sorry, sorry to Jets fans. Nothing yeah. against the Jets. But, I mean, you got to root for the Browns to get a win, and I, I think they will tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as fantasy in this game, i got to be honest. I, yeah. I There's nothing that really jumps out to me where – you know, I have Carlos Hyde. I don't have much choices in the running back, so I'll be I'll be, I'll be playing Hyde. But they're going with him. It seems like yeah. with which we didn't when we came into this season. I know with one of our previews, we're like, well, which one are they going with the three headed monster? Because they had Chubb there, and they have Duke Johnson, who usually gets a lot of PPR points. But they've been going to Hyde usually here. Yeah, and I tell you what, the Browns' defenses look good the first two yeah. weeks, um, and that's why I'd be a little leery on on starting too many Jets if you yeah. have the option. 
uh, because, again, the Browns' defense, I think, has looked very good. Yeah. I think it's going to be – watch, uh, they'll, they'll, they'll give up six They'll put up 40 well, points apiece. It's the Thursday night game where one team usually blows another team out. So, yeah, I could – yeah. do that deal again. I don't look for a lot of offensive fireworks in this game, to be honest okay. with you. And, yeah, for the Jets' side, Isaiah Crowell, uh, you know, he had a good first game, the second game. Hmm. And like we said, the Browns' defense, I think they're averaging – they're only giving up 72 yards on the run. They did a pretty good job against Kamara last week in the Saints. So, uh, you know, maybe Robbie Anderson or and, – and you will have a big game I, I for the Jets receiving. But other than that – yeah, it'll be interesting to see. Jarvis Landry as well. He is going to play tonight, so uh, I know there were some question marks about that. So PPR leagues, Jarvis Landry, I think I saw a stat where it's been uh, 20 straight games. He's had at least six catches or more, which eh, there's six points right there, so that'll help you out with that. Oh, well, the Sunday games, the noon kickoffs, uh, well, Falcons, Saints, they're going to put up points. They always seem to, and the Saints – they are giving up a lot to receivers this year, and that could be good for Julio Jones, where, again, it came out. He he missed a day of practice this week, but from what I understand, it was just a maintenance day, and he'll see the field, so it could be a big game for Ryan and the Falcons uh, taking on the Saints Sunday. Yeah, I like Tevin Coleman. Uh, uh, Devonta yeah. Freeman's going to be out again tonight. Um, so I'll, I'll be playing Coleman in one of my leagues. I mm-hmm. took a flyer on him later in the draft. So I'll, I'm going to start him, right? I'm hoping mm-hmm. he can get some balls out of the backfield um, for the saints. Again, to your point, it always seems like these two put up, put up points, but yeah. I don't, you know, the saints <laughs> to struggle that badly against the Browns at home mm-hmm. and to lose to the Buccaneers, not taking anything away from those two teams. You, you have to wonder what's going on there. I mean, Michael yeah. Thomas, I believe, is the leading receiver right now in yeah, fantasy. And he's putting up, yeah, he's putting up good numbers. But then, yeah, the Breeze game against Cleveland was not great. His first week against Tampa, even though they lost, was was good fantasy wise. But right, and yeah, so talking solely, I have to remember we're talking solely yeah. fantasy here. Play all the Saints, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, mean. not real, but but to your point though, there there there's something going on there. Uh, I don't know if it's because of the suspension to uh, Ingram if that's screwing things up with you know trying to if they're trying to force Kamara to run too much or 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 what I I don't know but it does seem something something's missing for the Saints right now I would agree and so I mean again you can't I'm not sitting any of the Saints if I have them I'm probably even throwing Ted Ginn Jr. in there as a as a flyer Mm -hmm. flex Um, but yeah it should be an interesting game I I you wonder if they're going to get it together but their defense right now looks terrible yeah, it does, and that was supposed to be uh, one of their improvement points. In fact, that's where they made the draft pick with the Packers in the draft. They got uh, they have them at the defensive end, and you know, the, the, I wonder if it is still a hangover from what happened in Minneapolis last year. Because that, remember, we went in, going into that game, the secondary was going to be fantastic. You know, we heard that Saints of Lattimore, rookie of the year, fantastic. They hit on all these defensive draft picks ever since that game the first couple games this this year they're giving up the most points to fantasy wideouts yeah and don't let the don't look and just go oh the browns only scored 18 what you know what are you talking about well they shot themselves in the the foot a lot last week and so uh, you know play your falcons (laughs) (laughs) so again that'll be that'll be fun one on that one okay we got redskins uh, packers at redskins uh, good news for the Packers. They're getting a running back back that uh, should help them out. I think it will help out the running game a lot more. And Aaron Jones, he is back now from suspension. Yeah, that McCarthy said they're going to ease him in. So, oh. again, right. I mean, I have I took Aaron Jones because I think I personally think he's the best out of the three. Uh, so I'm happy he's back, but I'm not going to play him this week. Okay. Um, 
you know, I want to see how it shakes out. I want to see if Jamal Williams – Jamal Williams got the, the most of the Ball playing time last yeah. week. Um, his blocking actually – he was blocking pretty well. I mean, I don't, I don't think the Packers even rushed for 100 yards combined. Mm-hmm. And so – you know, there's none of those running backs that I'm going to to jump the throw in there. Um, y- you know, for the Redskins, I like Chris Thompson again. I know I said I liked yep. him last week, and and to be honest, I don't think he had a great game. Um, mm-hmm. But they could use Thompson out of the backfield, try to match him up with some linebackers from the Packers. Um, and Adrian Peterson, right? I, mean, I was going to say he's, he, he he's, always seems to have yep. big games against the Packers. Yeah, so I don't I don't know if it's going to be a bounce back for AP or not. I mean, he had a single digit fantasy day against the Colts, which I I, I thought for sure he'd, he'd be in double digits against them, but the Colts, I guess their run defense is a little bit better than I I gave him credit for. I I don't know, like you said, I you, you tend to go back on history and see yeah, AP's had some big games against the Packers, but hang on, let me pat myself is, on the back. Okay, this, this is let's pat, do that. That's me patting myself on the back. Why is Chris, that? Chris Thompson actually had 13 catches for 92 yards last week and 14 targets. So yes, I love Chris Thompson yes. this week. Too. So Alex Smith is paying <laughs> dividends in DC already, where they're checking everything down, and, and Jordan Reed could be a good play for you as well. Uh, Packers, I think Cobb is Randall Cobb will bounce back this week. I think. Him or Devontae Adams have got to have a huge game against the Redskins. I know Josh Norman will probably be matching up against Adams. So if you've got Cobb running out of the slot, he could have a huge game. Yeah, and Jimmy Graham started to show a little more last week. Uh, I I would just continue to watch that throughout the season. Um, He had a touchdown. Oh, wait, no, he didn't. There was a holding call there. It wasn't there. (laughs) (laughs) But I would keep an eye on Jimmy. I'm not better. I keep an eye on Jimmy Graham. And what do you okay? So Rogers now he makes this comment that you know the knee's just going to get worse most likely during the year. Are you a little worried about that? As you know, if you are a Rogers owner, um, make sure you have a good backup plan, or is this all precautionary stuff? You think? You know, I read someplace it takes about two months for the injury to actually heal, okay. but that's if you just sit there and let it heal. Okay. Um, I would have a solid backup. You know, okay. I. Are we talking non-fantasy? I would almost just as soon see them sit him and let him get healthy. Yeah. I mean, they have they have Washington this week. They host Buffalo next week. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, you know, so take your chances with Kaiser and, and see what happens. But obviously, fantasy owners are like, "What are you talking about?" <laughs> uh, but I mean, Rogers is going to compete unless he can't, unless he physically can't stand on his leg. I feel yeah. like he's going to be out there every week. So, again, that one, another one in our nation's capital. Colts-Eagles return of Carson Wentz for the Eagles. It is official. He will be back under center. And it could mean big things for the Eagles offense, which is it's kind of sputtered a little bit here to get off this season compared to what they were doing last year, especially when Wentz was in there. He was he was basically going to be the MVP of the league, it looked like, as as the season was winding down. But then he got injured late in the year against the Rams, if I remember that game right. So, Eagles, Colts, what's your thoughts on this, Todd? I am still pounding Nelson Aguilar. I mean, he had a great game last week. Um, You know, right now, the last thing I saw on Jeffrey, he had a limited practice yesterday. He's still questionable. Mm -hmm. So, until Jeffrey is back and shows that he's 100% healthy – I'm I'm riding Nelson Aguilar until mm-hmm. until I see otherwise. Well, and I saw too that uh, I think he is the most targeted receiver in uh, in all football so far. So that would lead to your point as well is they're looking for him. Yeah, and I, you know, I guess you could say wait, that was Foles the first two weeks. Is that going to change? Uh, I don't think so. I don't think so either. I, I think I think Wentz will will be looking for him. So that's what I like from Philly, and that's about it until I see a little more from that. <laughs> 
that offense, right? I yeah. mean, they... Well, Jai's got a couple rushing touchdowns, so, yeah. I mean, that's helped out. But it's not monster numbers he's putting up. Yeah, he's been fine. Yeah, I mean, and I solid. know, believe me, if I had him, I'm sure I'd have him in my lineup because my running backs aren't great. <laughs> I mean, Kareem Hunt's killing me. We'll, we'll get to that yeah. later. But, <laughs> I mean, wow. <laughs> yeah, so, again, that the Eagles looking good. Colts options, again, you know, got luck. T.Y. Hilton. I, I know there's – I think he's banged up a little bit, so you'll have to watch again for that. Eric Ebron might be a name, too. I know uh looks like that's a question we've got for later on at tight end for the Colts. So, I mean, those uh, those options. Mack at running back, he'll be back. But uh, I, I still don't like I, – I don't know what is – you're used to the Colts having multiple fantasy options. I, I mean, just maybe because I've been playing this forever. I just remember, you know, the – the Harrison Edge Jays, even back to the Marshall Falk days, obviously Peyton, uh, Reggie Wayne, uh, and now, now it's well, you got Ty and Luck, but not a lot of fantasy love there. And know? Grant, you know, he only had two targets last yeah. week. He caught both of them for thirty yards, but I mean, I, he, I think he's going to be a guy. It's going to either be feast or famine with him. Mm-hmm. All right, up next, Vikings and Bills. <laughs> Who do you love in this one, uh, yeah, Todd? All the Vikings. Let's, let's hear your Bills picks for this week. <laughs> okay, that sums it up. <laughs> Shady McCoy, no. I, as a as a LaShawn McCoy owner, I have lost faith right now because I, I thought for sure last week, even though I didn't think the team would do great, I thought for sure it'd be a bounce back game, if anything, because he usually doesn't get held down. If he gets held down, he usually comes back with a solid game, either PPR wise or rushing wise. That didn't happen, and he's going into this game. He might not even play as he's have some uh, rib cartilage injury going on there. So, I I don't know. Josh Allen making the start in Minnesota against that defense. They're going to be pissed off after what happened with that tie. I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to find Bill's options. Maybe Charles Clay, the tight end. If you need a tight end, Josh Allen will have to dump it off a lot because the Vikings will probably be sending the blitz 90% of the time. Here's my Bill options. Yeah, yeah. Crickets, crickets, crickets. <laughs> For the Vikings, well, you got Kirk Cousins and Diggs and Thielen, Dalvin Cook as well. Maybe Rudolph uh, has a big game for the tight end uh, as well, but I, I think the Vikings defense might actually score more points than the offense. Yeah, I mean, obviously, if you can play the Vikings defense yeah. this week, hop on it. Yeah. So, again, Vikings and Bills, another early game. Oh, here we go, Raiders and Dolphins. And uh, John Gruden, he uh, – <laughs> I, I know we fo- – fo- you know, we – Focus mostly on the offense or fantasy, but he said in deep, he said the quote, I've got to find this again, where he said that, uh, you know, it's hard to find a good pass rusher in the NFL. <laughs> he said that. This is after he wow. traded Khalil Mack to the Bears. So Gruden uh, and the Raiders against the Dolphins. Uh, I mean, the Raiders blew it against the Broncos here. The Dolphins are the Dolphins, so... What are you liking in this one? You know, I, here's the thing. Uh, again, I don't – Amari Cooper, right, looked like Amari Cooper last week, got a ton of targets. Yep. And so I'm sure people went out and grabbed Cook mm-hmm. from week one, and then he completely dropped off last week. Yeah. It looks like Marshawn Lynch, I, I, he's probably going to be on the injury report all year. I mean, yeah. he, what, had 60, I think 60-some yards and a yeah. touchdown. It looks like the Raiders are going to sling it, to be honest with you. So, I mean – Mm-hmm. You know, if you if Amari Cooper is one of your top three 
receivers, I would stick them in there. I took them out of my lineup last week, and I played someone else because I, I actually played uh, Lockett. Okay, yep. And, yep. you know, it was all right. He got a, he had a touchdown. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I just don't know what to do. I, but the yeah. problem is I have Demarius Thomas on my team too, mm-hmm. and you want to talk about another Jekyll and Hyde <laughs> for the first two yeah. weeks. So it's it's this is the frustrating thing about fantasy football, right? Yeah. You can have a great game on your bench, and then you lose otherwise. I mean, I would play Amari Cooper this week. Mm-hmm. Um, Tannehill, you know, he only threw 168 yards last week, had a couple of touchdowns. Kenyon Drake has looked – just kind of, he had yeah. a touchdown last yeah. week, but he hasn't he hasn't looked fantastic. Um, again, I don't really love anybody in this in this game. Yeah, I, I'm still trying to figure out what Gruden system he wants to run here. Is it the Oakland system that he had with Rich Gannon as the MVP quarterback and Rice and Tim Brown catching all those balls, putting up huge numbers through the air, or is does he want to run the Buccaneer system where? He doesn't rely a lot on the quarterback, and it's ground and pound. And and we still don't know what what he's doing with the identity of the team here. And, yeah, I know Marshawn Lynch. I think those numbers, what you said, 60 yards and a touchdown, I don't expect that every week, but I think that's he's not going to get you those 150-yard games, multi-touchdowns anymore. I just I, – I don't think he is. And, uh, yeah, for – for that purpose, I, I, I'm not liking a lot of the Raiders. And I've got Amari Cooper, and I put up with him all last year. And then I, I made the dumb mistake of drafting him again because I believe in him. But <laughs> Miami's yeah. defense, right? They, they, yeah, they're, that might be one that's out on your waiver wire. Yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, they've yeah. looked pretty good the first couple of weeks. Yeah, and Kenny Stills, he's hauling in the receptions there. So uh, Dolphins, Raiders, that's uh, another interesting matchup. Broncos and Ravens. Okay, so... This Broncos team, uh, they were a passing attack week one against Seattle. Week two, not so much. And now here they go against the Ravens. And like you said, you're a frustrated Demarius. Thomas owner, what are you thinking here? I mean, if if Philip Lindsay is still out there, I'd be stunned, right? He should be off yeah, of every waiver every wire waiver, right now. Yeah, I think he went earlier this week in everyone's waiver wire. Yeah, he's got to be yeah. gone, but I would, I would have him in your lineup. I yeah. mean, you know, he got 14 touches last week, yeah. 107 yards. So he the first week it was – Lindsey and Freeman had the same yep. amount of touches. Last week he had he had six more touches than Freeman, and granted his long he had a 53 yard run right, so yeah. that makes up half of his 107 yards. But he still was averaging over seven yards a carry. Mm-hmm. I, I, I put Philip Lindsey in my lineup, uh, maybe as a number two, definitely as a flex. And if for some reason, like I said, he's on your waiver wire, probably not grab him today. Yeah, because Freeman, who was going to be the starter going into the season, he's he's not going to be. But that's Denver again for you because you never know. They might get some guy off the practice squad, and he'll be starting running back in two weeks. Right, and Freeman got the touchdown yeah. last week, right? So, yeah, I mean, so it's, it's, it's less – yeah, that's Denver offense for you. The Ravens, okay, well, what do we want here? A Crabtree, I guess. Alex Collins, but I, I am seeing it not a great start option for him. But I don't know. This, it's always the Ravens. They, 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 they're a difficult team for fantasy offensively for owners to decide. Yeah, you know, if you the problem is that Allen is the goal line back for the Ravens right now. So if you're an Alex Collins owner yeah. like myself – it looks like he's going to have to get a touchdown from nine, 10 yards out because when they're on the one, they're giving the ball to Allen. Um, John Brown, you know what? Okay, he yeah. he had a touchdown on Thursday night last week. 
He's gotten a lot of targets the first couple of uh, a couple of games, and I know Cincinnati was playing from behind. Or I'm sorry, Baltimore was playing behind Cincinnati mm-hmm. last week, so they were throwing the ball a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, John Brown is another another name you might be able to get off the waiver wire. Mm-hmm. And so far, he looks. He they said coming out of training camp, it looked like he had elevated to the number one above Crabtree, and and that's definitely what it looks like the first two weeks. All right. Well, up next, we've got, uh, well, Bengals and Panthers. Bengals are going to have Giovanni Bernard back at running back uh, coming up as Mixon is going to be out for a couple games. We uh, know about the passing attack, A.J. Green, and uh, also John Ross and uh, the Bengals. They're starting to throw the ball a little bit more with Dalton, it looks like, this year. And against the Panthers, yeah, Cam Newton and, uh, again, McCaffrey with a huge receiving game, over 100 yards receiving last week, so – I mean, you got some options in this one here as well. I like Tyler Boyd for Cincinnati. He okay, he kind of right, showed yeah. out on Thursday night last week. Um, you know, and when I say I like Tyler Boyd, don't bench your number one receiver. I was going to start. Yeah, Boyd. I was going to bench uh, Julio for him. No, <laughs> not thanks, Todd. Yeah, maybe not. But uh, yeah, he's somebody to keep an eye on. Uh, the Panthers' defense is solid. Yep. Um, you know, I guess Atlanta still threw thirty-one up on him last mm-hmm. week. But um, yeah, you know, Boyd. Boyd is somebody you could look at, and uh, as far as the Panthers, for me, I, you know, Funches had nine targets last week. He had seven for 77, mm-hmm. so he, he's probably going to be a solid play for you. But otherwise, I, you know, other than what you said with Cam and, and McCaffrey, yeah, yeah, you know. And, and for the Bengals, too, I, I know Giovanni Bernard's been the big pickup this week because Mixon's out a couple games. I just – I, he had his chance. I, I, for PPR reasons, I think yeah, that's he's going to get your catches out of the backfield. But I, I don't think he's going to put up monster stats that people are thinking he's going to put up. That Mixon was putting up some decent numbers before he got hurt. I, I don't think Bernard's going to be that that back. I think he's going to disappoint a lot of people this week. Well, let me throw it out there. Tevin Coleman did run for over a hundred yards last week yep. against Carolina. Um, you know so. Ido Smith, his backup, he also had 46 yards. So yeah. the the Panthers' run defense was not a normal Panthers run defense last week. Yeah. Um, I think it'll be interesting to see what he does. I mean, mm-hmm. it's it's that's the hard thing about fantasy, right? Yeah. You can't. You can look at last week. Yeah. And I the, I am a big look at the defense rank, look what they've given up, and then it can bite you in the butt. Yeah. Um, you know, Gio Bernard, I think if if you need a flex this week, if you need somebody off the waiver wire, you're liking him. I, yeah, I'd give okay. him a shot, um, right. but I see what you're saying, right? He had yeah. his chance, but you know what? Maybe he's going to be like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> it's my turn. Right. Let's work some Fitz magic here. I mean, I yeah. personally like Carolina in that game yeah. uh, at home, but yeah. Um, yeah, it'll be an interesting matchup. Giants and Texans. <laughs> well, uh, Eli Manning, yeah, he can't throw the ball. The offensive line is killing him. I heard some idiot on a fantasy podcast say Eli Manning was going to have like a big bounce back <laughs> here. That guy is an idiot. That's weird. Yeah, that guy's a moron. I would not listen to that show. Um, yeah, I thank God for Saquon Barkley. 13 catches out of the backfield for uh, helping you Giants uh, fantasy on the offensive side because they're not putting up the points we thought they would. And the Texans, you know, Deshaun Watson, he's been ho-hum so far. Will Fuller had his big boomer bust game last week, so it was boom. I don't know with him. 
He's either going to get injured or he's going to have a down game this week. Uh, and that's how he seems to run. So what do you think of Giants-Texans? Yeah, you know, I mean, Deshaun Watson still threw for 350 yards last week against uh, yeah, Tennessee, right? Yeah. Um, he made a horrible decision at the end of the game. But, yeah. that, again, we're talking just fantasy. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, something for me with, with Fuller, um, you know, Austin had the, what was it, about a 60-plus yarder against the Giants right out of the gate on Sunday night. So he may be a deep threat in this game. They may look to exploit that on the Giants. Um, As far as the Giants, until they get going, I mean, you you play the studs because you drafted them where you drafted them and you got to play them. But, yeah, yeah, again, there's – there's no really dark horses to me out of this game. The, the guys you know, basically. Yeah. I mean, you're looking for a breakout game from Beckham, who's been pretty quiet up to this point so far. And, uh, you know, Evan Ingram, I, I see him a tight end that he's listed. He could be uh, questionable heading into that one as well. So, uh, yeah. Well, DeAndre Hopkins, you, you hope, too, for the Texans that he can get it going, too, as well. Yeah, you know, De- DeAndre doesn't worry me. I think he had a uh, hundred yards and a yeah. touch last week. I mean, he's he's gonna he's they're yeah. gonna knock the rust off, and I yeah. think the Texans are gonna be fine. All right, up next, uh, well, Titans and Jaguars, where the Jags put the big statement on the Patriots. They got the win in the game, and uh, Blake Bortles is the quarterback everyone should have drafted in the you know second or third round because that's. He looked like a first round quarterback that they invested in. So uh, fantasy wise, will that is this the Blake Bortles we're going to get for the rest of the season with them slinging it around and, you know, Fournette as well, still hobbled by that injury in the backfield? <laughs> Jags and Titans, well, what do you like? Well, like we just talked about Watson, threw for 350 against the Titans last week, so why not? If you have Bortles and you don't have a better option, take a flyer on them. I mean, they, <laughs> they were slinging it against New England, coming off a game where where the quarterback just threw for over 300. So mm-hmm. I would play portals this week. And it seems like they, they are trusting him more with their offense from uh, because of the loss of the championship game against the Patriots. They said they didn't really trust him as much or give him much as the playbook as they had the lead. And uh, they played it aggressive last week, and it, it paid off. I know D.D. Westbrook had a light touchdown as well. I know he said he was going to be the greatest fantasy receiver of all time when his uh, – Start of his rookie year last year, that didn't pan out, but I think this year he might be the greatest receiver of all time. <laughs> I li- you <laughs> It know, might come true. I don't know, but uh, D.D. Westbrook, uh, I like him. Yeah, I also like Keelan Cole. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I think he looks good so far, and as, as long as they keep slinging it around, I mean, you got to play those two receivers in my mind. Uh, for Tennessee, yeah. I, you know, look. These Titans, I, like I said, I was a big Corey Davis guy, and I had Derrick Henry as well, and – uh, disappointment city so far. Well, and then they they flipped the script on you last week too. Henry had 18 carries. Deion Lewis had 14. Exactly. So you really yeah. don't. I mean, it's it looks like it's going to be about a 50-50 with yeah. those two guys. So it's hard to rely on one. Mm-hmm. Um, and and with Blaine, you know, Blaine Gabbert slinging it around. <laughs> I can't screw your team up. Any yeah. of the receivers, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, look, a uh, safety, a safety had the most yardage for him last mm-hmm. year, last week on a trick play. Yeah, one catch for sixty-six yards. There you go. That's your leading receiver yeah. on the Titans. <laughs> All right, so there's Titans and Jags for you. Forty ers and Chiefs. Of course, the big story. We didn't even talk about this, but it was probably the one of the big fantasy stories. Patrick Mahomes. I. Th- I think we can now believe that, uh, you know, I'm still dipping my feet in the water here. Just a little bit I'm easing in on them. Because, I, you know, the Chiefs, they, they've done this now. They did this last year where they had huge fantasy games to start off the season and it trailed off. I, I don't know if it's an Andy Reid thing or what. But, you know, here we go. Huge fantasy numbers. Mahomes, 10 touchdowns already, six last week. Putting up the big numbers. Uh, 
you're believe you think this is gonna this trend gonna continue here for the Chiefs? I haven't seen anything to make me believe it's not. Which and as a Cream Hunt owner, it's it's <laughs> oh man, yeah. first round pick right? I took him yeah. sixth overall, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, no. Again, I I for me, I think this is gonna be another shootout. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, if you like to wager on the side, I like that. it's <laughs> the overs fifty six. I would I would keep riding that over pony until it doesn't come in because. You know, I think Jimmy G is going to have a nice game on the other side mm-hmm. because Kansas City, this is what Kansas City has shown me so far. They're going to light up the scoreboard. Mahomes is throwing it all over the place, but they really can't stop anybody. Yeah. I mean, yeah. both of their games have been shootouts so mm-hmm. far. So until I see something different, I- I'm a trend guy, right? Yeah. So until I see something different, I like to go with the trends. I would have all my I would have all my Chiefs playing, and, and for 49ers, I have all my Niners playing. Yeah, I, I think, mean, yeah. I think Breida, Matt Breida for the Niners will have a big game. He had a huge run last week against the Lions, and I think, you know, for him, it could be a breakout game for him. Yeah, and take a look. He was actually still available on two of my league's waiver wires. Oh, really? Yeah, which shocked me a little bit. Um, So take a look. I mean, he's probably not, but if he's a waiver wire guy, grab him. And again, of course, with the Chiefs, you got Tyreek Hill on. Kelsey got it going again, and all oh, Kareem Hunt. You're hoping for this week, right? I, you know, I have he's to play got him. To. I have to play him again because yeah. I don't. I mean, I took him like I said. He's my sixth overall pick. I don't mm-hmm. have a ton of options, so I have to play him. But I tell you what, if I had if I had two other running backs that have shown me more in the first couple of weeks, I would have to contemplate sitting him on the bench until I see something different. Okay, I, he's yeah. not, he's just not doing anything. No, not right now. Well, we got Chargers and Rams up next. Todd Gurley, who, again, uh, I heard a podcast say he might have a down year this year. <laughs> we didn't say that. No, we didn't hey, say that. That was we said that guys. We said that the knee scared Bothered. us, and it, yeah. it looks fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Todd Gurley is fine. The Rams offense still humming along. The one thing, Braden Cooks, though, he has he's not been a huge factor yet in that offense, has he? Well, the problem is, I mean, you have three really good receivers. Yeah. <laughs> and so I think I think that with that team every week, it's going to be pick a guy. Pick pick any of them. Okay. Um, you know, so I mean Cook I mean Cook's had seven catches for 159 yards last week. So, so you saw how much I paid attention. Unless you're unless you're looking for touchdowns, hey, he's he's doing I am all right. looking for TDs because if you're in a TD <laughs> league, you're not, you're looking for that. But you know, Woods again, Cook's nine targets, Woods nine targets, Cup had six targets. I mean, honestly, those three, I think, are going to – this is how it's going to be all year. They're going to get a lot of balls. They're going to – but the problem is going to be touchdowns. Like, none of them had a touchdown last week because uh, Ty Gurley was too busy yeah. running them in, right? Yeah. Um. You know, and Gurley, he only had 42 yards, but he had those three touchdowns, so it doesn't matter he only had 42 yards. Yeah. Um. I'm playing all my Rams. Mm-hmm. I, I think I think you go back and you look what happened with Kansas City against San Diego in that first week. I could see the same thing happening with the Rams this week, really lighting up the scoreboard. Okay. Um, I mean, heck, they gave Buffalo some points last week. Yeah. So, so I mean, I, I think I think the Rams offense, any three of those receivers are a go this week. And the Chargers, well, uh, you know, you got Keenan Allen you can roll with, as well as uh, Melvin Gordon, who's been touchdown machine so far. So could be, you know, some good options on the Chargers side as well in that one. But that Rams defense, uh, they they helped me out to a big shutout win this past week. So uh, they're gonna they you know they're gonna be a challenge for the Chargers there. We've got Cowboys and Seahawks as well. Uh, well, Zeke Elliott, he's he's their offense besides the big Tavon Austin bomb to start the game for the Cowboys last Sunday night. 
against the Seahawks team that's uh well they're they're trying to bounce back against Chicago or from Chicago. Yeah, I tell you, I don't like anybody. I mean, <laughs> really. <in> the, <laughs> no, I mean, it's Seattle is a different team at home, right? Yes. And so they've played their first two games on the road. They're zero and two. I mean, you don't want to call a week three game a must win, but they they need to they need yeah. to show up on Sunday. Yeah. Um, you know, and the Cowboys' offense for me still is not is not really showing me much. Mm-hmm. Um, Russell Wilson, he just. I think he's gonna. I think this is the breakout game for him. I, I think he's gonna put a big number. He was really harassed against the yeah. Bears, right? I mean, yeah. they're all over him. Uh, you and I could have picked off that ball. He telegraphed yeah. it so badly. Yeah. Um, you know, again, look, Tyler Lockett had a decent game. I mm-hmm. would, I would look at Tyler Lockett. I know he's a little feast or famine too, but mm-hmm. he just doesn't have a lot of options to throw to right now. Yeah, right now with the injury to Baldwin, that's really affecting things. So uh, here we go, Cowboys and Seahawks, Bears and Cardinals. Well, uh, Jordan Howard, you're going to have a big game, I think, against the Cardinals coming yeah, up here. No Cardinals. I, I, You know, Cardinals look rough. I mean, and I guess you can look at David Johnson, right? He was probably a top four I think you still got to roll with him. Well, yeah. it's same thing with me, right? I mean, yeah. I'm still going to play Kareem Hunt. Uh, yeah. I know I said if I had a couple other guys who I thought might be. I mean, look, when you take somebody in the first round, it is hard to sit them on the bench, mm-hmm. especially when they're in the first four to five to six picks. Yeah. Um, you know, I still, again, to your point, you have to play David Johnson. I guess my question is, when do they make a quarterback switch in Arizona? Soon. You think so? Oh, they've got to. I mean, they haven't been able they generate, what, six points so far this year. So. Yeah, I mean, there's no reason you'd be playing Bradford anyway. Well, I hope there's no reason you'd be playing Bradford. Yeah, you uh, shouldn't be. But, uh, yeah, I yeah, I think the the Rose in the area is going to begin uh, soon uh, there in Arizona because uh, I, it could even happen in this game. Yeah. yeah. Because, you know, the Bears defense, who we said – we we were here. We did a, one of our draft previews when they made the trade for Mac, and we thought, well, this is a nice trade, but you know, we don't know if this defense is top ten yet. Um, they're they're uh, surpassing us just solely on Mac's play. He's ridiculous. He is. I mean, yeah. he, he's fun to watch if you're not if it's yeah. not your team playing him. I mean, yeah. he just he is just wreaking havoc everywhere. Mm-hmm. You you look at that and you go, how did the Raiders let this guy get out of there? I mean. <laughs> Right now, for me, two first-round picks, I'm like, all day, Yeah, the way he's played so far. And, and he's just been a monster. Uh, somebody else I like for the Bears, uh, I like Allen Robinson. Yes. Um, you know, he had 14 targets last week. Mm-hmm. He had seven week one against the Packers, doubled his targets against Seattle. Even against Patrick Peterson, but I still I do like that because there's there's something to miss now, that Arizona defense that was supposed to be, you know, pretty decent. Yeah, you know, it didn't slow Brandon Cooks down last week. Exactly. So, I mean, for yeah. me, it looks like uh, Robinson is kind of Trubisky's guy. Yeah. Um, so I would definitely be playing Allen Robinson. Then the Sunday nighter, Patriots and Lions. So <laughs> Patriots got the new weapon in Josh Gordon. Don't know how much he's involved, but would would you start him? I, I think you might have to. Well, the Patriots are, you know how they usually are coming off of a loss. Oh, yeah. The yeah. Lions have given up big points to the Jets. They gave up 30 to San Francisco. Mm-hmm. I can see the Patriots offense having a heyday mm-hmm. against the Lions. Um with that said, I think Stafford will be throwing the ball a lot because, again, I think they're going to be playing catch-up in this game. They're staring 0-3 in the face, yeah. playing at home, so they're going to be a desperate team. 
I just don't trust Stafford, to be honest with you, as far as like winning the game. But fantasy wise, I think he could probably get you some pretty good garbage stuff. Yeah, I think with, with that and those trio uh, Lions receivers, uh, Galladay, Tate, Jones, I mean, you, you could pick up some decent points with those receivers uh, this week. Their running game is still, <laughs> I I don't know what it is, but they're, I mean, they, they're still throwing team. That That's what it is. And, and for the Patriots as well, the backfield, you never know from week to week, James White could get some more receptions. Burkhead and 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 like we said, uh, Brady will find Josh Gordon. I, I'm sure they only have a couple plays designed for him, so I, I don't know if he's going to have the huge 100-yard, two-touchdown game, but I think he might be a factor in that one. So we'll look out for that one. And then here we go, Monday night, Steelers and the darlings of the NFL, the Buccaneers right now. <laughs> The Fitz magic continues, and it's going to be a showcased Monday night, and it's going to get shoved down our throats thanks to ESPN. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How many times are you going to see his uh, outfit in the press conference on Monday night? My yes. over-under is five. Yeah, exactly. The, the I didn't understand the story at first, but then it was – I didn't know that he – it was Deshaun Jackson's clothes that he was wearing. Yeah, they asked yeah. him there, like, is yeah. any, any of that yours? And he said, my chest hair. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, that was awesome. He can go as Conor McGregor now for uh, Halloween. Right. It, it was fantastic. And and they're putting up points. And we were talking about this off air is, you know, Deshaun Jackson was still available in leagues earlier this week. He ain't anymore. He's he's picked up. Yeah, no, he was definitely on the waiver wire. The yeah. thing with the box right now, I got to be honest, I stay away from – I thought Peyton Barber was going to have a nice year, and he hasn't really done anything. Yeah. Um, you know, I stay away from the Bucks running backs because I haven't seen much from them yet. Yeah. And look, look look at what the Chiefs did against the Steelers last week. If I'm the Bucks, I'm slinging it. And that's what they've done. That, that's that been the success the last couple of weeks, just throw the ball. O.J. Howard had a huge game at tight end, so – if you're looking for a tight end, he's still out there. He's somewhat inconsistent, though. I know that because I've owned him the last year and a half. And, you know, I know he's a former first-round pick and uh, expecting big things. So it was nice to see last week. But with him, it's kind of a roller coaster. But, of course, Mike Evans as well there. So And Godwin, the other receiver as well. So with Tampa, yeah, sling the ball around. And with the Steelers, James Conner and, uh, well, Antonio Brown and Juju Schuster-Smith. Well, here we go. Well, yeah, Big Ben threw for 452 yards last week. Yeah. I mean, ridiculous. So they're they're just the Steelers are going to continue to put up fantasy numbers. I think it's going to be I think it's going to be a high-scoring fun game to watch. This will probably be the best Monday nighter out of the I mean, don't get me wrong, Bears Bears Seahawks was an entertaining game, but mm-hmm. I think this is going to be an entertainingly offensive game. So, if you're going into Monday night and you got the lead, but you're playing against Steelers and Bucks, yeah. buckle up. Yeah, that's always the fun thing, waiting for Monday night, seeing if you're going to hold on to that lead. And, uh, well, there's going to be a chance you don't hold on to it this week if you got any of those guys playing because they could put up some monster numbers. All right, so, again, you can always follow us at Draft That Guy on Twitter. We've got plenty of submissions of who should I start this week. So, again, at Draft That Guy on Twitter, check us out. And we'll start off here with our friend Western Subs. He's in a standard league. He's got Melvin Gordon. And his running backs, his fourth and fifth running backs, are Royce Freeman and Aaron Jones. So would you drop either of those to get the handcuff in, in Los Angeles and Eckler? You know, I I like Aaron Jones. I said that a little earlier. Okay. Uh, so I wouldn't drop him quite yet. I, I get why he's thinking, all right, he's coming off suspension. I haven't gotten anything out of him mm-hmm. so far. Um, you know, so I understand why he would want to do this. Royce Freeman, again, disappointing yeah 
But if you drop him and then he starts to become the feature guy, you're going to kick yourself. Um, Eckler's actually gotten quite a few carries, though. I mean, he outgained yeah. Gordon last week. Mm-hmm. Um, I know I'm, I'm waffling here. I'm not really giving him an answer. <laughs> I would not I would not drop Aaron Jones because I like him. Okay. I think he's going to be the best back in Green Bay. Again, I think they're still going to go with three backs. Um, you have the situation where you're obviously looking at Lindsey or Freeman, one of the two, and Denver. So you got two backs on timeshares. Um you know what? Yeah, I would. I would pick him up, and and you know I'm gonna leave it up to him to who to drop. Um, I would drop Freeman for Eckler. I that's 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 what I would do for now. Well, he's gonna protect himself, right? And Eckler's yeah. getting the balls right now too, anyway, and and having having uh, some some good yardage. So yeah, you know what? Yeah, I would. All right, up next, uh, Gabrielle for flex half PPR. He's got uh, Keelan Cole, Allen Robinson. Randall Cobb to start in that flex position. Who you like? Oh man, I know. I like Keelan Cole and Allen Robinson both. Okay. Um, for me, it would be one of those two. Yeah. Uh, I know you said you're looking for Cobb to have I, a little bounce back. Yeah, I like Cobb against the Redskins. Um, to me, Allen Robinson again is the one in, in Chicago. Yeah. Um, Keelan Cole could split some some uh, balls with Westbrook. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to go Allen Robinson. All right, there we go. She's in, uh, writes, uh, oh, we got a defensive question here. Should I start Cowboys D at home versus Seattle uh, or Houston D versus the Giants? And, again, yeah, Cowboys D, they'll, they'll, they're going to be at Seattle. So uh, for this one, I, I think you got to go with the Houston D after what you saw from the Giants. Yeah, I'm with you there, too. I would start the Houston D. Yeah, I think it could be a big J.J. Watt sack day uh, against Eli. So we've got that. again. Home opener, too, right? That's so. right. Yeah, absolutely amped up for that. Uh, just Phil. Okay. A lot of people probably dealing with this. My tight end experiment, David Njoku, he isn't working out. Should I pick up Jesse James of Pittsburgh, Eric Ebron of the Colts, or someone else? Here we go again with tight ends struggling. You know, they, 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 they are probably one of the most just – positions on the fantasy team well and i mean i guess for me i would probably go jesse james right now he's had five targets in week one five targets in the monster game Mm -hmm. last week in week two Mm -hmm. i hate to say it but you may want to play it by week right i see what the matchup is each week and just try to i I know that's a pain because then you're looking at the waiver wire but again i think against the buccaneers I, i think that the Steelers are going to be slinging it. Ertz had a big game for Philly last week against yeah. Tampa. I would say Jesse James. All right, so we'll stick with that one. Uh, at 7609, Kimmy wants to know, half PPR, flex spot, David Johnson, John Brown, or Chris Goodwin? And this is, you know, obviously a frustrated David Johnson owner here. It's tough, right? Yeah. I mean, because we talked about John Brown. Looks like the clear number one in Baltimore, right? Yeah. And we're talking about the Buccaneers slinging it around. I still think you got to go with David Johnson. I, I, I'm with you, too. I, it, eventually, he's got to get the points back it's somehow. I, I know Arizona is awful so far, but I, he's got to get some points this week. I would think so, too. I mean, the Bears' defense is a little scary. Um, you know, I see why she would want to go John Brown, yeah. <laughs> yeah. especially the half, the half yeah. PPR flex spot. But if, if it's me, I'm, I'm sticking with David Johnson for at least one more week. 
All right, at Big Banks 84, we got a couple Jarvis Landry questions coming up. Jarvis Landry or Pierre Garcon this week? Bless him. I'm going Jarvis Landry. <laughs> and besides, you'll have somebody playing tonight. It's fun, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and again, with the PPR, Jarvis Landry, he has getting, he's getting the catches. And now with Gordon gone, uh, he, he could be getting more. So Jarvis Landry for that one. And then Holly wants to know Jarvis Landry or Keelan Cole. And it is a PPR league. I am not going to bless him on this one. I'm going to go with okay. Keelan Cole. I really like Keelan Cole. Okay. Um, you know, to your point, Bortles has looked pretty good so far with them playing the Titans. I, I think they'll be throwing it around. So I personally, I would go with Keelan Cole. All right. There you go. And again, always follow us at draft that guy and Twitter, because we always come up with fun stuff. We'll put gifs up. We'll, we'll pick your brain. We'll put smart Alec remarks up there and all the other fun stuff. So you can see us there. How could I forget our question of the week as we wind things down for this week's episode? We asked you on Twitter, what exactly was your best team name that you've come up with? And, uh, well, Todd, before we asked you, you know, you said you had a story with one and uh, you previewed it last week. So what's what's the deal with your favorite team name that you came up with? Well, I used to be a huge idiot. I mean, I guess I still kind of am, but I used to be just dumb. So when I was in my early 20s, we were away in Tampa having a boys trip and I was talking to a girl and I was drinking and I told the girl that I had uh, mad skills. <laughs> so that stuck, huh? So my team name has been, of course, my friends never let me live it down. So I've been mad skills for years. It should be bad decisions. And but... you even just put your hat on sideways. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Oh, wow. You're really living this gimmick up. So mad, mad skills, huh? mad skills, because I was drinking and said something really <laughs> stupid. Well, uh, let's see. I, I've got to give a shout out to a guy in my league, uh, Sonny. He doesn't listen. Well, he might. <laughs> I'm just giving him grief. Uh, yeah, his uh, he's a big Gronk fan. So his uh, team this year, if, if you're into video games, Nintendo games, he's Gronky Con Country. <laughs> nice. That, so that one, um, my neighbor, I... I was going back and forth. If I should share this one, I'm going to share. What the heck? We only die once, right? Um, show me your TDs. <laughs> yeah. It's just, clever. Yeah, clever. This tells you the guys that I'm playing with. Well, what about you? What's yours? Mine, uh, yeah, mine this year, I, I'm usually not the creative guy. Like I, I was telling you off air, sometime, a lot of times in my league, we do a lot of WWE stuff. So we, we joke around with that. I think one of the guys' teams this year is – I walk with Elias. So, I mean, we've got that kind of stuff going. I'm the Mountie in one of the leagues. So uh, if you go back to old school wrestling, we do that stuff. In other years, I've had like a picture of Conway Twitty on my profile and just called my team slow hand, you know, stuff like that. <laughs> but I actually got a little creative this year and I actually picked a name for a guy that I actually had on my team. So I, I drafted Juju in one of my team in one of my leagues and I was thinking, boy, there's something I can do with this name. There's got to be. You know, obviously you got Juju Fruits and all that stuff. But I'm like, okay, I'm a kid of the 80s. I remember watching Saturday morning cartoons, and this commercial would come on constantly for cereal. I'm Cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs, right? Right. So. Not anymore. I'm Juju for Cocoa Puffs. That's dad. You can tell I have kids. That's dad humor for you right there. So. Does uh, did everybody in your league get that or no? Uh, probably not. No, I don't think so because there's quite a age difference. So I, I'm probably one of the older guys in the league, and they're probably like, what is this guy talking about? So, 
So back in the day, yeah. you only really got to watch cartoons on Saturday yeah, morning. Yeah, what are you talking about? <laughs> so yeah, I'm Juju for Cocoa Puffs. That's uh, that's one of them here. And I'm, you know, <laughs> the team names that they can always, you know, they're they're pretty good out there. So again, if you've got them, we want to see them all year long. So just tweet them to us at Draft That Guy on Twitter. We want to see them. So again, make sure you get them out to us. And uh, we want to see that. We want to see your prizes, your trophies for your league because we joked about that one week. So again, follow us, Draft That Guy on Twitter. And again, yeah, we're available now on iTunes and Stitcher. So check us out there that way as well. Todd, you got to. Uh, what questions should we come up with for the next week that people can respond to? <sighs> I'm trying to kick something around here, trying to be cute and clever, but I'm. Who is the person in your league? you most dislike playing <laughs> for whatever reason. And do we want names? What well, yeah. the heck? Yeah, yeah, we want the name. Okay, so that sounds good. Is- I, oh, I yeah, I know. I don't dislike the guy. In fact, you know, we're all friends, obviously. But every time I play him, no matter what, and I could have the greatest roster in the world, he always beats me, and I know who it is. So I know there who you I'm go. going Yeah, to. no, it's not which person in your league do you dislike the most. <laughs> which which person in your league do you dislike playing the most? And all I have right. my answer. I know mine. All right. So we want to know the names. Okay, team name, their name. Shout them out on Twitter as and well. And why. And why. why. Exactly. So we want to know the why. So, I mean, maybe they are just an asshat, right? <laughs> so could you don't like playing them. So. so tweet them to us again at draft that guy. And, yes, we'll, this will be interesting next week. There's, there should be a lot because there's got to be one in every league that you're like, oh, Guaranteed. Oh, my God. we got to play him again. So, yeah. Or he cost you a couple playoff spots. Yeah. The reasons can be far and many. Yes, there are. So, again, check us out. Draft that guy on Twitter. He's Todd. I'm PJ. We're out this week. We'll talk to you again next week. Good luck. Follow us on Twitter at Draft That Guy. This is the Fantasy Football Zone.